everyone. Thanks for listening. We're going to do something a little bit different for this episode. Uh, It went long because we got really excited. We're talking about a really fun topic. So we split it up into two parts. This is part one and stay tuned for part two. gosh, this is so exciting. Welcome to KFAB, the podcast. It's a podcast about wrestling and fashion, but mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. This is the most special episode. I'm excited about it. Yes. Uh, As some of you may know, it is Katie Conroy's 31st birthday coming up. Yay! And for our birthdays, we do, um, you know, just like special episodes that we we dedicate like our greatest jams to. I yeah, would say. Mm-hmm. like Sarah, we did the whole Finn Finn episode, and yes. that was so hot. It was ooh, ooh, a very yeah. horny episode. <laughs> it was too much. Everyone <laughs> fell off their chairs. <laughs> got real. Sl- I'm sorry, your father-in-law listened. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He listened to that episode, I believe. Oh, oh, oh wonderful. Lord. Hi, so Sarah's father-in-law. Yes. Hi, Glenn. Thank you for listening. Um, but Katie. Well, we'll introduce what yours is. And then mine, we actually decided to switch it to, because I was born a couple weeks ago, celebrated my 30th, and we are switching to You were to born our, a couple weeks ago. You're a newborn. You're just I'm a just, little baby. I'm just a tiny little baby. Santa baby. So, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I made Sarah spit wine. So then um, uh, we're doing that for Christmas instead. Uh, the Christmas tree. Get ready. Yeah. But in the meantime. In the meantime. It's Katie time. It's Katie time. Big time Katie time. Get ready. All right. Well, should we tell, do wrestling news? Or Let's we do tell wrestling the, news. Let's get I'm, them like ready to go. I feel go. like we're edging them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we talk about the edge in a little bit. Ooh, so um, we do talk about the edge in a little bit. Let's let's before we get into Katie's birthday, let's yes. talk about some really sad stuff that happened. What oh. happened, you guys? An announcement. <sighs> so none of us even goddamn knew that Alistair Black was dating a lady and a lady we all know yeah what is her name it's not on the slide Selena Vega thank you all right so I just know her as buff Cecily Strong yep (laughs) that is I think 100% accurate very true quite stunning uh she's pretty fun she was like a a manager Mm -hmm. uh character for oh my god what is it on mm, Andrade Cien Almas. Oh, wow. Producer Mike has a microphone. Yes. Uh, Due to the the nature (laughs) of this exciting week, Producer Mike, our producer, has his own microphone. Yes. I allowed it to happen this week. He gets to speak for more than 10 seconds. Yes, he does. Normally he doesn't because this is our show, not his show. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to do my best to not make this about me. And I'm just here as a resource for y'all. Also, just, I mean, y'all won't be able to see this. But he is just holding a microphone like he's at a stand-up show. And it's pretty great. Works for me. Yeah. I love it. Except plus headphones. (laughs) He's about to do a bet right now and it's going to be great. Ready? Tight five? It it better work for you because you insisted on buying this fucking microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I did. true. I Yeah. Hey, it's good to have for exactly these these times when I forget the name as I already have again of Selena, Selena Vegas. Andrade Cien Almas. Okay, cool. Right. I do know that I like him and I like their vibe. She would like come out and like coach him from the side of the ring. And then she now wrestles herself, which is also quite fun. Um, 
so this is all great except for the fact that and we're so sorry dream boyfriend <gasps> alistair black married her married. did he, he marry oh he he married. yeah they got they, married they got they married, got married. That's that's right. that's it's what done in a private ceremony at her house if i'm honestly, kidding i just always feel like us weekly says something like that <laughs> yes. so. a private ceremony why would it be public right? an ivory yeah Satine dress generic shit mm-hmm. um, I would love it if they did wrestle at their re- wedding that would be great oh my god can you imagine and he gave her it. like that kick <laughs> oh my god Ooh. those long ass legs yeah you know I've said it before I've said it again I'll say it again um, Alistair Black I just feel a kinship with more than it's like a a uh, sexual attraction I one might know. say watching you at takeover I got really ex- I love him I love him he has a full tattoo of Lilith on his yes, back he does. Mm-hmm. and this is something I will say until I die I love it I think he's great uh, I wish them all the all the the best but I definitely did screen cap it and send it to our group text and say what the fuck and then follow it with a uh, Les Miserables meme of like Anne Hathaway crying, <laughs> which oh, is yeah, just the like, whole movie. You know, it's it's a uh, Fontaine without teeth and without hair. So yep. yeah. my lame is heads out there. You know the scene I'm talking about. That end, she crying real tight. She's singing. I said, uh-huh. I said live feed of my apartment, yep. which isn't uh, inaccurate. Mm-hmm. My cats threw themselves into the window as tribute. So, oh god, we're a little sad. We're uh, all sad, but we're also very excited. We're very excited because we're, we're pivoting. Guess who we're talking about tonight? <gasps> who could it be? The Hardy Boys! Oh, hell yeah! Never have I wished more in my life that I could accurately imitate the sound of an air horn. <laughs> oh, it would be so great. I can't, hold on. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think it's that's, fine. That's real good. Definitely shot up the levels. Feel good about it, though. <laughs> uh, so, Katie, why did you pick the, the Hardys? Listen, when I heard that there was a Hardy Boys compound, <laughs> that just, like... That gave me goosebumps the first time I heard it. And then... I want to say it was like early on. That was one of the first episodes. Your hair was like five inches shorter. I had a pixie and now it's turned into a helmet hair of sorts. No, it's very cute. Thank you. It's transitioning. Yes. Um, But so I've like... I was very fascinated and still am with the Hardy Boys. Um, They're very bad i mean they're not bad they're maybe yeah um not the best human beings in the world but their in wrestling ring characters are very fascinating as you will learn tonight and i guess this is one of those moments where it's like researching further and further on it's but um they're they're brothers and i think that that's one thing that got me emotional too is that these two brothers wrestle together and still love each other deal with a lot of issues have a lot of demons oh yeah lots of demons that we're going to learn about and they live on a fucking compound and they drive dirt bikes together all the time the compound is both of them here's the thing christina did no research well that's not true i did the research on them as a tag team but i did very little because i wanted to be delighted oh you're gonna be shocked yeah yeah like you're gonna want you're gonna be like oh yeah no wonder they took so many pain pills yeah wait so they live together and they drive tractors together they drive with their families dirt bikes to each other's houses. <laughs> uh, they have a huge gate that says H on it. 
Oh, I researched it. I Google Maps it. Did yes, you? I did. I did the GPS did tracking. I made sure I knew where it was. Oh. Let's just say. My oh my gosh. God. Thank God, because I feel like I got into my assigned Hardy Boy and I was like, oh no, there's too much. And I feel like I kind of, I don't think it's a half ass, but I'd say it's like a three quarters ass job. Oh yeah, on this one, and I feel like I really am not going to do him justice. So I'm I glad that you're you here. Need to. I think <laughs> I kind of want to rip into them because why not? Let's have some fun. It's my birthday. Hey, yeah. Yeah. let's rip into some white boys, right? Yep, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah. So shall shall we begin? Yes, as they say. So. Um, I looked into Jeff Hardy, Yay. Yes. a.k.a. the Charismatic Enigma, which has to be... Did he it, name himself that? He did, and I will get into mm-hmm. when he did. And not for a while into his career, surprisingly, although that's now what he almost exclusively refers to himself as. It's weird, because there, if there's someone who doesn't have charisma, I truly think it's Jeff Hardy. Maybe he, I'll change my mind. Uh, I'm not seeing it. I haven't seen it, you guys. Everyone's looking at me a little mad. No, no, no. It's Listen, I have complex feelings about him yes. that we're going to get into. Okay. And a lot of them are like uh, weird facial hair pattern yes. related because he shaves his beard into little octopus points all over his chin. And he has big ear gauges, which I know some people are into, and I'm all for expressing yourself however you want to through your, your body art You're and body modifications. You're being way too kind. All of which is to say, I don't like it. <laughs> no one likes it. Well, no. I don't know. And it's also, he didn't do this until a little bit into his career. So I have some introductory gifts, yes. as is our want. I have one of him doing one of his signature high-flying moves. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, oh, it's the Swanton something Dinners? i have it on swanton frozen swanton bomb okay swanton bomb the swanton See, that's frozen why, dinner yes. that's why producer mike has a mic yes thank tonight. you yes. so that's one of his two signature moves he does a lot of moves but just you know <laughs> they're all high, high flying, flying thing yeah. mm-hmm. and then this is him with his face paint on he does a lot of different face paint he does it all himself because he's an artist which i will get to and mm-hmm. that is my favorite part of it <laughs> Um, <laughs> is he? I, he looks. He calls himself an artist, yes, and he, he refers does. to his artistic side as the Imag I Nation. Mm, okay, all of his makeup, real fast. All of his makeup looks like me when I fuck up a design, and then I have mm-hmm. to really like make it work. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I already like did this thing on my face. Or oh like, yeah, you know, sometimes when you're doing a wingtip eyeliner, oh, and, and I, then mm-hmm. it just smears all over the place, and yeah. then somehow you use your finger to clear it up, and then that finger hits a part of your face, and you're like, now I have a line on my forehead. Oh yeah, <laughs> has anyone else done that? Because I do that near constantly. Time. I use Q-tips. I, I do okay. religiously, and I, I, I just—I somehow recently lost the ability to do a cat eye. That's a whole thing. Different podcast, our beauty podcast. Imagine Nation. <laughs> Imagine Nation. I just had to point out that this gif is so terrifying because he paints his eyelids like yeah. big eyes, and then he opens his eyes, which is already scary. And then he's wearing those whiteout contacts, which is the scariest. So there's a lot of uncanny valley we're falling into with that but then this one this third gif i laughed at for 10 minutes straight yesterday it's very it's funny what appears to be a member of the jabberwockies dance crew which i'm sure is not the case it's someone in that type of mask though i thought it was from a it was a halloween related no because it's oh. just the blank that's that's the mask that the jabberwockies wear oh and then jeff is behind them and then he explodes up and he screams Jeff in the box. It's very good. I don't know it what is. year that's from. 
don't know any more context during his wetsuit phase which has happened for years yeah i don't think we need to know i think that we will definitely post on twitter though so Mm -hmm. that rash guard action is real yeah so oh no why won't it go there you go. Ah, uh, yay. Uh, slideshow mishaps. So, Jeffrey Nero Hardy. His middle name's Nero? Yes, Brother Nero. Ooh. No, uh, I thought that was... The, I, for nope. real? His, yeah. real? his real middle name is Nero. Uh, was born on August 31st, 1977, so he's a Virgo. Yeah. Uh, in Cameron, North Carolina. Uh, he is, of course, the younger brother of Matt Hardy. Oh, um, he's younger. He is, He's an yeah. older vibe to me. Uh, yeah most younger have older vibes <laughs> not, not in my family oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm a younger sibling and i definitely am considerably younger than my sister mm. in in terms of life skills um so jeff was a sporty kid from the sounds of it he was into motocross and baseball until he broke his arm motocrossing Mm. um and he really got into football as well as wrestling and he supposedly had to pick between playing football and wrestling when he was in high school and he chose wrestling wikipedia does not specify who gave him this ultimatum (laughs) it was god it just it was like he had just like the passive voice was all over the place in that paragraph uh i have notes for the writer Ah! Um, guys, so, donate three dollars to Wikipedia. They're really hurting. Yes, they are. please. But like, also thank you, Wikipedia, because this is literally where I get all my info for this. Oh, one hundred percent. You gotta dive deep, ladies. <laughs> you gotta dig. You gotta go deep. I know this was a little bit of a rush job for me. Um, so as I, I know, we'll talk about more later. Jeff and Matt started their own little wrestling promotions. They had one called the Trample Trampling Wrestling Federation. I literally thought until i just read it out loud now it was trampoline i 100 percented too yep honestly um so they got some traction in uh county fairs they, they started wrestled on trampoline i did too i was yeah. really excited they did about they it. did oh, yeah they did, did. oh yes trampoline wrestling yeah, yeah. uh-huh so oh, wait, this Sarah spell it wrong? yeah that's my bad they had one of those like nets that moms have on all that's what i thought these days and they just wrestled on it wow yeah. that could not be more dangerous There's home videos of it <gasps> on the documentary if you would like to see it don't you mean on america's funniest home videos <laughs> that do <laughs> trampoline fails some of the few fails that i will almost always watch because i find them funny oh, oh yeah it's that in gymnastics fails which i know makes me a bad person but there's one video i'm thinking of where the uneven bars break apart mid-routine and yep. it's very funny i like the ride on mower into a lake oh <laughs> those are always good but you also know that whenever someone tries to put like a basketball hoop onto the trampoline yeah. that their leg's gonna get stuck in oh, it no. and their balls are gonna be smushed <laughs> It's oh. always going to happen. Like <laughs> It's the way of the world. Uh-huh. So I don't yeah. know if that happened to Jeff when they were in this. Um, but they also had uh, another, even more successful indie outfit called the Organization of Modern Extreme Grappling Arts Omega. <laughs> Why is Mike shaking his head? Did I mess it up? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, I looked at it for so long. It's a long name because they wanted it to mean Omega. Yep. Also, it was really funny to me because... I read that and I was like, grappling. They're smart. Yeah, <laughs> they use Ooh. grappling. Like, a big word. Yeah. They were stuck on G for like eight weeks. Yes, they, they were. were like good yeah. <laughs> grapes, <laughs> gravy, <laughs> gravy arts. Uh, gravy I, arts. I brought that up just because I wanted to bring up the names know, that he wrestled so under. Good. They're so good. So Willow the Wisp. Uh, bookmark that one for later. Um, 
Iceman, mm. Mean Jimmy Jack Tompkins, <laughs> and The Masked Mountain. As I note, all these names rule. And I'm sure we'll see some of these later. There are very few pictures of them that I could find from their wrestling days. I This appears to be a truly 90s daisy print fabric that they're rocking on their outfits, which is fabulous. Do you want to hear a fun fact? I do. Matt sewed all of the outfits <gasps> that are in Omega. Oh. Oh my God, yep. a sewing friend. He created and sewed all of them. Matt, yeah. I love you. I know. They couldn't look less related. I know. They honestly. really do. Like, this is, a, this is a divergent gene pool. Listen, I'm going to say something, and it's very true. And I said it the other night when we were watching the documentary. Um, the only way you can tell that they're related is when they're fucked up on pills together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. There's a moment that they're both eyes glazed over and drunk, and they look related. Oh, damn. This is the single meanest thing we've said on this podcast <laughs> filled with mean things. I like it so much. We it's could take so, that out if we No, no, no. It's your birthday. You blew out the candles. Let's this go. Is, this is the, the gift that we give you is keeping that in because I'm positive you're, you're cracked. Oh, my God. That's the darkest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's true. If you watch the documentary, which one day y'all are going to come to my house. You're going to think I we're going to have you. a brunch. It's going to be great. You're going to trick all your a friends. surprise documentary. I'm just going to have both of y'all over. You're going to w- wonder where the other ladies are. And I, I'm going to make you watch the Hardy Boys I honestly can't think of a worse afternoon. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, that sounds kind of fun, actually. It's I only like an hour. I mean, to be it's... tricked into watching a documentary, though, is such a bummer. <laughs> it's going to happen. I've been tricked into watching documentaries before. Really? Why? More than once? I live with conservative in my, okay. my family. Well, okay. Well, I'm like, here, we're going to watch this movie. And then it's not a fucking movie. It's propaganda. And you're just like, cool. I'm going to go sit in the bathroom and pretend like I'm shitting for eight hours, I guess. Like, cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, Look, we're just unpacking all the trauma. Let's yes, go. We yes, we are. I mean, this is what I wanted my birthday podcast to be like: dark, well, and vulnerable. All oh of us boy. have to get very vulnerable tonight. They, I these like are that. some vulnerable boys. They are, and it seems really trivial to bring up now. But look at how dumb Willow is. I know. <laughs> Is that the tree? Is that the yeah, pan's labyrinth is, looking this ass? This one, it's it's like a jester mask. It looks like a pan's labyrinth. It does, pan's but it's, labyrinth. it's like silver and black, so it has a real mid-90s Malgoth vibe to it. And he's got little skulls on his jacket. Mm-hmm. He just had, they have no taste. From here, no. because I also don't have my glasses on, he looks like his mom tried to create a tree with like bark for him to <laughs> yeah. be in a Christmas pageant. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all they had was silver. And then he's yeah. like, Mom, you don't even understand. I'm going to paint it black. Yep. <laughs> and he also comes in with the golf umbrella, uh, which is black and white striped. But I see a golf umbrella and I think, Dad. Yep. So I don't know. It's a oh weird accessory. So I know we have some of these pictures later, too, because there's so few of them. But yeah, there are. Uh, Jeff started wrestling as a jobber with WWF in 1994. So he was really young. He was a teenager. How old? Wait. When were they born? Doing math. So yes, he was. 1977. Yeah, Jeff now is 41. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was a teen. Okay, good. Oh, stressful numbers. Um, he and Matt were eventually signed to the company in 1998. They were trained by Dory Funk Jr. and his Funkin' Dojo. I wrote LOL. <laughs> uh, and after several months of training, they debuted as the Hardy Boys. Um, I'm not going to cover that. I'm talking about Jeff. 
Jeff, you're the star. So <laughs> in 2001, uh, Jeff started receiving a push as a solar performer. He was known for his big ladder stunts, to say the least, <laughs> and his signature moves, which is uh, the twist of fate, hilariously sometimes referred to as the twist of hate if he's being a bad boy. Oh, my God. Uh, so this is the twist of fate down here. It's it's um, not an aerial move. It is something that he would do in the ring, on the mat. I don't know how to describe oh, it. Other than that, cool. he, yeah. he, he flips himself around as he's grabbing someone's head. So it looks really impressive, but the person is, is not... They're not moving that much. He's doing most of the moving, but it does look really cool. It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like him holding it and then doing a little a little fun spin. Yeah, like you know when you're in grade school and you had to learn how to do the country line dancing. Yes, yep. and your and partner you put behind them. Your yep. partner mm-hmm. fucking sucked at it. Yep. that's what it looks like. Yep, they always did. Yes. So his other move is the Swanton Bomb, which I also have another gif of here off a ladder so you can really see it mm-hmm. in action, which is basically just like a forward flip it's onto like a, whomever. I imagine he just did this as a child into his above ground pool. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's it does look like the pool is missing and yeah. <laughs> please a, get one under him. It's a lazy flip. <laughs> yep. It really is. But it looks again, it looks very cool. It, it looks coolest off the top of very high ladders, which I I, I worry when he's up there, but it As does look you very should. cool. Oh, God. Um, so during his early solo years, he won the Intercontinental Light Heavyweight and Hardcore Championships, but he was mostly still working with his brother. Mm. I did pull a picture of him during this like early solo time where you can see dude has had for crap taste forever. Um, he's always worn the super, super dark wash Janko jeans. Yeah. <laughs> These very wide leg ones. He has like bat type boots that really go up to mid calf if not higher it's hard to see how far they go can i can i confess something to you yes oh no when i was a kid and i was watching wrestling oh no i thought the way they dressed was the fucking coolest oh my god (laughs) well to be fair this was the late 90s early 2000s and we truly all looked like idiots and i told katie this that when i was a teenager i was like if i could just have pants and boots like the hardy boys i'd be the coolest kid in school oh mike oh mike oh well that's why we're doing a comedy podcast about wrestling in high school man it was middle school okay okay so uh, marginally better no in high school i was like if i grow my hair out and dye it black people no, think no. I'm cool. which it she was did like you went from no, the top we'd be, up we'd be casual english class friends in high school for sure I looked like one of the West Memphis three. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Why is that a thing all the time? This this episode is going places. God bless. God bless. Um. Wow. Uh, again, it seems so trivial to return to how dumb he looks, but he's got these weird. He always does the arm band things that look like you got a nice a nice pair of legs tights from the egg, and you put yeah. them on, and they shredded everywhere. So he's got those armbands on. He's got a big headband on. And it has kind of a weird, complicated symbol on it that I don't fully understand. But you still see pop up sometimes in his... It means dirt bag in Taiwanese. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Probably. Uh, and it's also this is all lime green I should say it's a real look I'll probably it's a really good color with this skin tone it is it's redneck skin tone he looks like a guy about to break into the 98 degrees (laughs) he does he really it is so of an era he's just gonna hijack the hubcaps (laughs) (laughs) he has long hair at this point but no beard I thought was interesting to note 
Yeah. Um, or at least it's just like some scruff. Also, it's either grease or cornrows. I can't tell. I know. It's really hard to tell what's going on with the hair, and I'm afraid to zoom in. I know. The bandana's too thick. It's it so is. big. I'm it sorry. is like over half of his head. It is. And it is covering both his eyebrows and his full ears, which seems dangerous in ring. Listen, I I think I, ha- I know what's happening. Because I'm going to say, when I went to App State and... Um, the white girls got the cornrows or oh, they no. got either the dreadlocks. They would do a thick headband to try to cover and get as much as they could going on. And it was always a very thick headband. So did Brett Michaels on Rock of Love. <laughs> oh, did he did. <laughs> yeah, because oh, he my was gosh. balding. And, and he's he like, tried to hide it with his thick ass headband. Oh, no. Oh, that show. A fucking treat. Remember, I would love a new Rock of Love. My clearest memories of Rock of Love was like one time he was feeling really unwell and he was like, I feel sick from the diabetes. And he kept saying diabetes on oh the my show. God, oh, really? No. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. This is a sad episode. Hold on. Um, <laughs> I just remember him getting accused of getting a blowjob on the stairs. <laughs> one of the girls was like, she was sucking your dick on the stairs. <laughs> so VH1 really had some good content Yeah, back they in didn't the day. censor back then. Do you remember Pumpkin from... Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was a... Flavor of Love? One that of was them. Flavor of Love. Yeah. Who pooped on the stairs in Flavor yes. of Love? <laughs> I'm sorry. The fact that that was an episode and there was like a mystery to it. I blocked that out entirely. How could you ever forget? Listen, I was I'm going to invite you all over for a brunch. Yes. <laughs> we're going to start the brunch by watching the Hardy Boys documentary. Fine. If I'm and prepared, then we're going to end it with the Who Pooped on the Stairs episode of Flavor of Love. Look, I'm here for it as long as I know what's happening. That's what's happening. <laughs> I don't need to be tricked. All right. That's, wow. There's a lot happening on this slide. Yes, there is. I, I thought we could use like a little lift and the little lift is like, surprise, Peapod Dirt Alert. Yay. <laughs> so in 2002, Jeff faced The Undertaker in a ladder match for the WWE Undisputed Championship. He lost, but Peapod <laughs> gave him his respect by <laughs> because Jeff, he like beat Jeff and then Jeff kept trying to get back up after he lost and he was like wow you're a real fighter and I respect you and this is what is immortalized in this image we can see full on uh, motorcycle enthusiast version of The Undertaker um, which I watched an old Wrestlemania this week Yeah. Oh, he rode in? And he rode in on the motorcycle and it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen. Oh my god. Because it was the slowest riding of a motorcycle <laughs> I've ever seen. It's like those amusement parks where the kids, their only ride they get to use is the one that's just motorcycles yeah. in a circle. That is the pace it went. He's very oh aware of all the people. Um, I also want to really note funny. that it looks like, I know they're like dark wash jeans or whatever, but it looks like he's wearing business slacks in this like picture it. and yeah, it's very does. funny. Well, he's got to get to his meeting. He does. He, he, is, he is a corporate <laughs> grandfather. Um, corporate and grandfather. Jeff is, uh, has some real Kurt Cobain hair mm-hmm. in this phase. He's telling him about how good Sublime is. <laughs> yeah. He also looks like the bottom of a backpack when a highlighter explodes. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, this is all accurate. It looks like when you try and bleach your own hair and you just fuck it up. Yep. I did that before a spring break in college when I like had a crush on a guy. And oh no. I was like, I'm going to go blonde. And it was the worst idea ever. It never is a good one. It's if you never. don't think it through, it's never good. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm, <sighs> man. 
That seems stressful. Sarah's <laughs> uh, never done this. I've never dyed my hair. Uh, really? I am I am blessed in my hair. It's like the only thing I consistently like about myself, so I've never dyed it. Oh, Mike, have you ever had Thank a you. hair dye mishap? Well, black doesn't take sometimes, right? I know, I remember one of my <laughs> Come friends. Come on, spill the beans. A mishap? No. But I've dyed my hair a couple of times, yeah. Uh, well, okay, wait. Okay, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, when I was a kid... Uh, I wanted to do frosted tips. So I had my mom took me to her hairdresser and I was like, I want to do frosted tips, but everyone's doing it. So is there like anything else I can do? And then my, the hairdresser was like, I got the perfect idea for you. And then she just bleached random parts of my hair. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So it was like my bangs, which I've had my entire life were bleached. And then my calic in the back was also bleached. (laughs) So she turtle shelled your hair. (laughs) She turtle shelled my hair. And I thought it was the coolest thing I had. Like I went to Scotland and I got like a, (laughs) like a, a lime green windbreaker and I would just wear those two things all the time. And Your thought, hair and the windbreaker? Yeah, my hair and the windbreaker. I was just like, I look so kick-ass right now. I'm wow. so glad we gave Mike a mic. I know, this right? This is really livening up the proceedings. I'm really it trying is. to bring it oh. for you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh. really good. Wow. God, where were we? All right. Um... So all Jeff, I keep thinking is you sad little virgin. <laughs> everyone was then. I, I, I know. was in the sixth grade. I know again. Everyone was then, but that is like the most virginal thing ever. How many photos on that trip did you get taken of you in the wind, like on a cliff? A, a fair amount. <laughs> uh, my grandma took me on the trip, so my grandma was taking a lot of pictures of me. Just One thing I forgot to mention about this time frame, and then I'll let you guys get back to it, is. Uh, we went to the Cahokia Mounds, which is in Missouri. It's like a, an, a, a sacred burial ground for Native American people or whatever. And so they would sell um, like charm necklaces. And so mine was a little pouch full of like, it had like a sigil on the front. It was like a little leather pouch and then it had some like sacred herbs inside. So I also wore that necklace with the windbreaker, with the hair. All the time, thought I was the coolest dude. And that in the world. pouch was probably sticking out of the windbreaker. Yeah, so I had to let people see, see the pouch for yep. sure. They <laughs> had to know rad. it was there. I'm like, I'm not. All right. Hey, cool. I was also. And you're like, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> I was also very chubby, so it's just a chubby little boy with all of these things. <laughs> you just had tchotchkes all over you, didn't you? <laughs> just like bracelets, things like that. Oh my god, I, I love, love it. it. Mm-hmm. All wow. right, we are. We have 38 slides, and we are on number six. six. Yep. So we're, let's get going. Okay. All right. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna run through this. So no, around run. this point, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, um, the brothers finally split for a time. Uh, Jeff went to Raw. He competed in the hardcore division, which was a thing, until it was huh. merged with the Intercontinental Championship. He was pretty much always a face, though he did briefly turn heel in 2003 to fight Van Dam and Shawn Michaels, uh, which Wait, I have a picture this... of here versus Shawn Michaels. Is Van Dam the Van Dam that we would know, like the actor guy? No, it's just someone named Van Dam. I don't know who he is. All right. Um, he turns face again though a month later to save stacy to save oh my god to save stacy keebler from christian what a gentleman god christian is a piece of shit he's all over the place man um so he also kayfabe dated trish stratus for a minute so i have a picture of them together which i mostly pulled because 
Jeff has purple hair and he is mm-hmm. wearing a, a turquoise mesh shirt with a purple scarf and a purple baseball hat that has been cut off in the back so his purple hair can poke through. That's actually insane. It's wow. This is a cry for help. Yeah. It's so much like, and then this other picture where he's talking to Shawn Michaels, he has red dyed hair and he also has like paint up his arm in a bunch of patterns, which he did for a while during this time. Wow. So, wait, hold on. I want to know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I do want to know what the hardcore division would have been. I know. I didn't look into it. So the hardcore division was, if you had the title, you it had a 24-7 rule on it, meaning mm-hmm. anytime, any place, you could defend the hardcore championship. And that means you could use weapons, you could use whatever, you could pin them outside the ring. So they would always film segments where some guy was like leaving the hotel and then Ooh. a dude would just like ambush him with like luggage or whatever and then pin him in the hotel lobby and then he'd be the champion. Whatever. Got it. That so actually it would, sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds So was it basically fun. like on the road boredom that they turned into a champion? <laughs> it, was Jack, it was the time when Jackass was popular? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time. This is 2003. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes is the answer. Yes. Wow, okay. That's very good intel. Wow. Well... But the good times, they did not last. Uh, Jeff was that released. transition <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, it's my skill. Um, good at it. Jeff was released from the WWE in April 2003. He was struggling with drug addiction. Not going to get into all the horrific specifics, but he got arrested for trafficking, which tells you how much stuff he had going on. What kind of... Listen. What kind of drug trafficking? So he was having his fans mail him drugs <laughs> at home. Cool. To the point that he was like, I had a prescription at some point because of the pain that I had. and But at the same time, it was not enough for me. So he was just like taking a shit ton of drugs. When did he ask for these things? When he met them? Uh, it is not said in the documentary how the he got the super details of it, but they would be mailing him drugs. Yeah. Wow. He got arrested for pills. Yeah. Trafficking mm-hmm. pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, and, and he also had cocaine. Yeah. But it was mostly pills that he had. Yeah. And in the documentary, they talk about how they all just like showed up at his comp, at the compound, the little hearty compound mm. and uh, like searched and found all of it. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, no good. That, needless to say, led to some erratic behavior and tardiness, yes. <laughs> uh, which is what the WWE cited as the reason when they fired him. I don't know if they brought up the drug use at that time. Um, Jeff himself said at the time that he was burnt out and he needed to take a break because he hadn't really taken a break much. So he bounced around in the indie circuit for a while and he got back into motocross. God bless. Of course he did. Um, and then he did a lot of stuff with total nonstop action wrestling, which we're really not going to get into because it's so much. But that's when he started calling himself the charismatic enigma. <laughs> and he really got into the face paint around this time. Um, it was hard for me to find images from this time, but this one is supposedly from his TNA years. He is wearing a full-on that rash guard with some shiny, shiny green arms. He has like a four-square, like Andy Warhol-inspired pop art Wow, pictures what of an himself artist. on his chat. Yeah, imagine I nation. I bet his poetry is so good. <laughs> and he has like a little like like children's Halloween mask <laughs> that looks like a demon knight on. 
That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So he came back to WWE in 2006, sometimes wrestling solo, sometimes tagging with Matt. By 2007, he started tagging off and on with Triple H, which I only mentioned because I thought this was very funny. Your huh. boyfriend. Mm, your boyfriend, Christina. God! Uh, it became, in the words of Wikipedia, a respectful feud. Beautiful. Wikipedia. Uh, I know. That's where you get That's a beautiful turn. Donate if someone else hopped in there, and, wow. Wikipedia. Uh, then he got suspended again uh-oh, for 60 days for violating the company's substance abuse and drug testing policy. Sure. Uh, yikes. So this is a picture of him getting his head stomped by Triple H. Cool. Which you can see, he's still rocking those bad, bad jeans and boots and armbands. And now he has a few more tattoos. And uh, you can see that weird facial hair starting to creep mm-hmm. in. So during his TNA years is where he really adopted what we now know as the Jeff Hardy look. He just um, looks like trash. I can't. I yep. can't. I can't. And this guy's just, look is so fucking bad. It's bad, it is, and it's not right? flattering no, on him. It's, it's just not. he's not a bad looking dude. I know. As I was researching, what is he not doing? a bad looking dude? I can't. He, he was it. momentarily hot. I would argue. I and this is also Triple can't. H with hair, which we all love. Harry Triple H. No. (laughs) (laughs) Our favorite Triple H. So Jeff came back and he got traded to SmackDown in one of their like trade events. Mm. Um, At this point, he and Matt started a feud because now they're both on SmackDown. Um, and during this <laughs> feud, both on Smack, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool." cool. Um, so this is where things get a little dark for a moment. Um, one moment, and this is a very bright podcast. Um, so during this feud, kayfabe. Matt claimed he had been responsible for a bunch of shit that had happened to him recently, including a pyrotechnic mishap and a hit and run car accident. Mm. Here's the pyrotechnic accident. Uh, those things were both kayfabe. The real thing that actually happened to him during this time was that due to faulty electrical wiring, Jeff's house burned down and his dog died in the fire. They used that somewhat grossly in this feud and implied that Matt had burned his house down and killed his dog. It's very Undertaker Kane of them. It's really messed up. I watched the video of this last night and it really was so depressing. I did include a GIF of his dog his dog's name is jack he was a very good little jack russell and he was a good boy and he's kissing his face and the dog was happy and he loved the dog very much the the dog died in a very unfortunate accident i'm sorry to bring it up but i wanted to put in a thing that was happy since i was mentioning it if it makes so messed up that they put it in the i know right it's very fucked up because the other stuff was like Listen, I love a good pyrotechnics accident. Um, as long as it's fake, we, and no one actually. We gets all burned. do. I mean, the Undertaker getting lit on fire, know, which is was truly hilarious. A genuine accident that was very funny. <laughs> now that he's he's fine, yes. so it's funny. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah. I have a video of it that we'll post in the show notes because it's worth seeing how many fireworks they fire off right next to him. <laughs> and this is this is the picture of it. You can see him in the middle of it when there's just sparklers like mirror, like right by yeah, his face. When yeah. they used to use money for pyrotechnics. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, and this is also a picture of when, I think one of the earliest moments when Matt turned on him by hitting him with a chair in the ring. Yep. Mm. Uh, so by 2009, needless to say, Jeff is showing some signs of wear and tear. He's already addicted to painkillers. Um, he'd had a neck injury, he had two herniated discs, and he was suffering from restless leg syndrome. I'm only laughing because like, God damn, on top of everything else, you have restless leg syndrome. God, yeah. that felt like, this feels like such a pre-9-11 thing. 
Restless leg syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. I know this is passes in 2009, but doesn't that seem like such an old thing that no one talks about anymore? I know. We were once all worried about. I'm Listen, sure it's I still wear around. compression socks on flight still, so I won't get restless leg syndrome. Huh. Oh, that's smart. Um, so he was suffering. So WWE had him lose to CM Punk in a steel cage match so he could take some time off. He had been feuding with him for a while. So I have a little thing of him in this steel cage match with CM Punk. That's CM Punk. I honestly, to God, thought that was a woman. I know he's got, he's like popping the booty in a way yeah, that you would associate with a woman. It looks, and it looks like he's wearing a, like, well, he wore, he wears like a, a, a diagonal thingy. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what I can't think of a better. It's, it's an, like a bandolier. It's an intriguing photo mm-hmm. that I th- I was like, oh, he fought a woman too, and then like continued listening, and then that's no, so fun. I know it's a weird picture. What's super messed up is the whole basis of their feud was they were using the real life CM Punk as straight edge, and Jeff Hardy is super addicted to drugs. Yeah, and they were using that for the feud for CM Punk and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was this before or after the TNA? before i think oh i have so many opinions yeah this is 2009 so it's it's really interesting um how much he seems willing to actually bring up his substance abuse in the context of storylines and we'll get to the most recent thing that just happened this week in regards to that but it is wild Mm. (laughs) so surprise some more fire um (laughs) So Jeff went back to TNA in 2010 where he got singed in the face with a fireball in a stunt that went wrong. Don't have more context for this, but what the hell was happening on this show is what I wrote. I have a picture of it. It is shocking how much of oh his gosh. face is engulfed in flames. Well, I wonder if the the beard went down. <laughs> I honestly thought the same exact yeah. thing. Yeah. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have all that kindling on your face. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff brought back his old character, Willow. Mm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, who has a real yellow king from True Detective back to me. <laughs> so this, and the new Willow is, is looks the, the same as the old Willow. Willow, except that he doesn't have that goddamn umbrella. Um, so this is very funny. I brought up to say in 2016, he lost a match as Willow when an imposter Willow distracted, or no, he wasn't Willow at that point. He lost a match and an imposter Willow distracted him. Then he went backstage to try to find whoever it was and was attacked by three imposter willows. Um, And the main willow revealed itself to be, dun-dun-dun, Matt Hardy, which led to the whole Brother Nero thing, which I'm going to let Katie cover because that is definitely related to a big thing. But I do have a still of all the willows holding him back. That looks like construction paper. Oh, yeah, they're bad masks. It's like his one mask is like, eh, it's like not great, but it's someone spent some time on it. These ones are definitely like an intern threw them together out of foam core. His original one is like, it's silly, but it's it makes sense to me. He Mm kind of looks like a willow tree, I guess. You know who he looks like? I love imposters. He looks like Groot. He does look like Groot, especially in the silk because he's wearing a shirt that has his like Mm -hmm. a representation of his own face on it. Rude. And it (laughs) it does look like Groot. Oh, I will say because I, I think we're glossing over it. I, Jeff Hardy is a participant in one of the like uh, kind of darkest wrestling matches ever. Do you are you going to talk about Victory Road at all? No. Okay. Please. So basically, in 2011, Jeff Hardy showed up to a title defense for a pay per view event in TNA. Uh, high. He was like yeah, not in any no. state to compete. He's like he stumbles around. I've seen the video. It's it's he hard to watch. It, yeah. It's really it's really sad and really hard to watch. But he like stumbles to the ring. 
uh, is in no condition to compete. He's fighting Sting. And um, basically, he's in such a bad state that the owner of the company comes down to the ring uh, and he is trying to like cut a promo and seem like it's all in storyline, but he basically whispers to Jeff, like you're going to get pinned immediately and then you're going home. And then he whispers the same thing to Sting. And so Sting hits him uh, with with his like finisher and then he like pin, like holds him down extra hard because like Matt's just, com- or just completely out of it and he tries to kick out. And then like the fans are booing and this is sort of like the dark days of the TNA company where everyone thought it was gonna go out of business. And the fans are like booing and saying this is bullshit and Sting's like walking out being like, yeah, I agree, this is bullshit. And I think Jeff does say that that was a wake up call for him yeah. to mm-hmm. sort of get get his yeah. stuff together. Wow, I mean, it's it's really, ugh. yeah. There's and it's, so much. This is, that was also at that point where they were kind of the main roster, like the uh, ending for uh, TNA in general. They mm-hmm. were bringing in all the money and all these people. Like AJ Styles was like, this was embarrassing to watch because yeah. you could just do whatever you want, and I'm here like fighting for what I want to do. Ugh. Which I felt bad for AJ Styles for. Point five seconds. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I know. Still true. Yeah. So, all Good of which point. is to say, shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Thanks for filling that in, Mike. I didn't like. Yeah. I I was like speeding through this stuff because he's had a really I long, know, so much, incredibly involved career, and he's had so much personal shit happen. So so much crazy stuff happen. I didn't want to like bog us down because I know we'll have a lot to say. Um, but to really, really gloss over, he came back to WWE finally in 2017. I hadn't realized that he was so recent of a return to the company since he's been around since we've been watching. Um, but he came back alongside his brother uh, and he became the second person after Chris Jericho to win all Grand Slam eligible titles under the original format. Don't ask me to elaborate. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, it's basically you just win all the titles. That's so what he's, I, he's okay. held them all. The original format was the part that threw me. Uh, they used to have a European title. I'm assuming he won that at some point. Oh, well, fun. And the hardcore one that they also dissolved. Okay, remembering things. Um, he also got injured again, <laughs> which uh, is why he only really appears sporadically. He got injured pretty badly almost immediately after returning, so he was really gone for a while. Um, so just this very week, as we're recording now, um, the WWE had a 20th anniversary special for him to commemorate his signing. Um, so they had they brought him out, and they had these like little like Kinko's copier, like... pictures of him at various stages in his career behind him and they're like wow look at what you did and they had like a little package for him with the video and then somewhat hilariously Samoa Joe interrupted it like they brought everyone out on stage and they're like yay and they're applauding him and then Samoa Joe came out and just like was very mean Wendy yeah it's Wendy no he came out and he was like are you even going to remember all of this like do you even remember your career because you were so messed up and it was like some real real dark stuff and then um it kind of ended on a weird note because jeff was like well then let's fight right now and then joe ran away so it's obviously a developing thing that they're building but they uh, once again it seems bringing like up the storyline yeah, yeah it seems like he's really okay to a certain extent who knows how he actually feels but it seems like he is signed off to a certain extent on them acknowledging this stuff since it's so widely known I think it's so interesting what the WWE decides to acknowledge and what they don't. I know, yeah. right? It's really fascinating to me. And I do think that, and we'll t- I'll talk about this probably at 
final thoughts more just like due to like Matt Hardy's reaction to all the Lita stuff too it just seems like they both like wrestling is just kind of them yeah and that's like fucking it and so because of that they don't really they're not private they don't really seem to protect themselves like other people do um and that's just my understanding of them from like an outsider of course yeah and i mean he still struggles with addiction like jeff two years ago got a dui and then they let him back in but in the documentary he talks about it he's like yeah it's it's super hard and he was arrested and he was like i'm just gonna keep on going and working as hard as i can to prove that this is what it is but Mm. yeah i mean it's truly a daily battle yeah i think that's important to recognize oh absolutely but i think it's yeah it's that thing of i think it's crazy that the wwe brings it into stuff still to this day Mm. i know because it's like you wonder how many other wrestlers are doing substances at all times you Mm -hmm. know and how do they talk about that stuff as much you know yeah it's just really interesting I think it's just with him, it, it seems like it's been undeniable. And also, he's owned his own story by yeah. doing the documentary, and they have a bunch of books and stuff. Yeah, and agreeing to it as well to yeah. have that as storylines. So it's like, if it's if it's something that he's mentioning, and it's kind of like his own personal brand, then why wouldn't he bring it into this professional brand, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it does feel very... Um, I don't know. It feels like they're bleeding him or something. You yeah. know what I, I don't know how else to say that, really, at yeah. this moment. Anyway, no, it's weird. And I know that stuff is like really downery. So I wanted to like end on some lighthearted creativity. Um, So he does consider himself an artist. Sure. (laughs) Jeff is into making sculptures. And as I said earlier, refers to his creative side as the Imagination. It's imagination separated out with the I capitalized in the middle. Um, So as an example of his art, he once constructed a 30-foot aluminum an aluminum mummy mm. named Nero Emi out of tinfoil. Whoa. I have a picture of it. You can see Kinda him building cool. it. It's like on their compound. It's outside of his recording studio, which is a trailer. Holy motherfucker. <laughs> we'll learn more about his recording in a little bit. Oh, good. Uh, so another time he built a fake volcano that he jumped over with his dirt bike. <laughs> hey, a man's got to have hobbies. He yep. does. And his hobby dirt is bike. dirt biking. Uh, So life stuff, he is married to Beth Britt, who he was dating for a long time before they got married. They have two daughters together. I included a picture of his daughter, who is quite cute. Mm. Um, Daddy, why do you have tentacles on your face? Daddy, can you shave? Daddy, please shave, normal. Also, I think one of his daughter's names is Nira. It is, and the other one is Ruby. Sure. But his middle, I mean, it's, you know, it comes from a place. It does. It's Family. silly, but near near actually, it's kind it's of kind cool. of a pretty name. I think I think it's okay. I'm she okay looks with disappointed it. by it. I will say, if that's near us, if the she daughter, looks a I bummed. don't know which of his daughters that is. I think this was pulled from a video of his daughter, um, like pulling, trying to pull a wrestling move on him out of nowhere, which is very cute. I always think it's funny when there are sh- there are shots of someone's ch- child and they're wearing like that generic target child clothing yep. yes and their parent is so stylized in such a fucking weird way mm-hmm. but they're like yeah get, just put her in that flower dress i guess the fuck i don't care i have yep. five neck tattoos but i don't know how to dress my child yeah but you know someone wanted a, a good family photo you know? mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah oh, yes that is a good you gotta get those photo kid thing. photos early mm-hmm. and he looks really happy in this picture with his wife mm-hmm. she's, she's super cute. cute like they they seem they seem good they've been together a long time mm. uh and they got married relatively recently so 
They seem solid. I wish him happiness. I wish him happiness. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. Like I said earlier, we're breaking this up into two sections. So this is the end of part one. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are going to be posting some of our favorite looks on Instagram at KFAB Podcast, K-A-Y-F-A-B. That's also our Twitter handle. If you want to tell us some wrestlers that uh, you think we should do or just interact with us at all, Katie's killing it over there. So please hit us up and say hi, but we'll be back soon. Mm-hmm.